Are you thinking about starting your own cash practice? Maybe you've already started your own practice and you're starting to realize that there's a lot to learn when it comes to business. We can be great clinicians, but if we don't understand the business side of having our own practice, we're going to have a hard time being successful in business. Guys, I wrote a book for you and I took everything that I've learned over the last five years of running successful cash practice here in Atlanta. And I put it in this book and I gave you everything that you need to be able to start and scale that practice past yourself. That book is called Fuck Insurance. And if you don't like the title, the book is not for you. If you do like the title, it's the exact book that you need to be reading right now. I show you exactly how to start. I show you what's important when it comes to marketing, when it comes to sales, when it comes to operations, and what stage you're actually at in the business. You know, where you're at, what you need to focus on while you're there, and how to get to the next stage. I'm trying to set it up in a way where you can get some clarity in your business. And the book for now is 100% free. All you have to do is go to finsurancebook.com. That's finsurancebook.com and get your free copy of the book that I wrote specifically to help you be successful in business. The book is free. All you got to do is pay for it to get to your door so that I don't lose my shirt on giving everybody all these books and sending them around the world. And again, head to finsurancebook.com, learn how to run a successful cash practice today. So here's the question. How do physical therapists like us who don't want to see 30 patients a day, who don't want to work home health and have real student loans create a career and life for ourselves that we've always dreamed about? This is the question and this podcast is the answer. My name is Danny Matei and welcome to the PT Entrepreneur Podcast. Hey, what's going on guys? Dr. Danny here with the PT Entrepreneur Podcast and today we're talking a little bit about marketing. So recently I've been catching up with a lot of our mastermind members and uh, one thing that, um, you know, people are dealing with a little bit more now is the lack of being able to be in person with people quite as much as maybe they were before. And this is frustrating. I think if you're used to teaching a lot of workshops, a lot of local marketing, things of that nature, um, you know, you're, you're trying to figure out what it is that you need to be doing. And, and what, what we always, you know, try to teach and, and recommend is a, a very much well-rounded um, approach to marketing. And I look at this sort of like uh, fishing. I'm definitely not somebody that fishes much. So obviously you'll be able to tell on my reference uh, here. But, um, you know, for me, we went deep sea fishing uh, once when I was out in Hawaii. It was actually for my birthday. Uh, it was cool. You know, it was myself and there's about five or six other um, guys that went out there with me. Uh, and one of the guys that I worked with, his uh, uncle owned a, uh, a charter boat. So we went out there, uh, tried to catch a marlin, um, almost did, caught a, caught a bunch of mahi, which was cool. And uh, when we got out there, you know, I mean, every time I've gone fishing, I just had like one pole, right? Just me, like, you know, I'm just like throw it out there. Hope I catch something, reel it in. Probably didn't. And just do that over and over again. Um, but they had like, man, five or six, uh, like poles that were out or lines that were out. And, uh, you know, I remember talking to the boat captain. I was like, man, you guys use a lot of, you guys use a lot of lines, huh? And he was like, yeah, the more we have out, the more likely we catch something. <laughs> and I, and I, you know, I was thinking about it the other day is like, man, that's so uh, relevant to, uh, marketing as well. And, you know, the more lines you have out, the more, uh, likely it is that you're going to catch something. So, you know, one thing that, um, you know, I want you to think about is, are you, are you living and dying off of one form of marketing? Cause if you are, 
uh, it's somewhat of a dangerous place to be, right? So if you are, in, in many cases, most people are, are primarily in a cash practice, focus on just word of mouth, right? They're just like, well, I get most of my folks via word of mouth. Well, that's not very predictable, repeatable, or systemized. Uh, unless you are like in, in a very systemized way, getting word of mouth referrals from current clients and you have that, you know, system out, documented out, you know, what percentage of those people come in and up referring somebody your way and you have a system to track that. Okay. Then we can say that's a systemized approach. Very few people are actually doing that. They just assume people are just going to show up. Right. Um, now on the flip side of that, what if you're just focused exclusively on paid marketing? You know, just all you're doing is running paid ads. Well, what if they make a change to the way that the algorithm works? What if your account gets shut down because of an error, or maybe you did something wrong that you didn't know was, uh, you know, problematic against the terms and conditions, whatever. We actually see this quite a bit where they just change things, uh, whether that be with Google or with Facebook or whatever platform you're using, uh, where they don't have to tell you, they just change something because it's, um, you know, it's, it's what's best for them, not necessarily best for the people that have learned how to play the game under the rules that they learned it. And then they just change the rules that's hard, right? Like I have friends that, uh, you know, with, uh, with Google a few years ago, they changed their search engine algorithm and they lost a ton of organic, uh, search traffic. Um, you know, and they'd spent a long time building up content, the things they were supposed to do. And all of a sudden they just decided they were going to change it, right? Facebook has done something very similar, uh, prior to, I guess this was maybe like five or six years ago. Um, you could put something up and a lot of people would see it on your business page. Well, now, as many of you know, like if you have a business page, you put something up and it's like barely anybody sees it. Why? Because uh, Facebook makes the majority of their money off of advertising. It's, a, it's an advertising company more than anything else. So when we look at, uh, you know, how they play the game, it's, it's based off of how they're going to make more money. And if you have to pay to get a, a business post put in front of people, a sponsored post, then that changes how much they're willing to organically put your stuff in front of people. And it's their platform. They do whatever they want with it. <laughs> so there's not really like you can do too much with that. So what I want you to think about is a couple of things. So I'm going to give you kind of some examples of different things you can do, but the goal should be to spread this out and, um, and have multiple things going on in an organized fashion so that you have, uh, you know, a diversified approach to marketing. Um, and then really you can double down on certain areas that, you know, maybe you're better at, maybe you, you are enjoy a little bit more, but don't forget to have these kind of multiple channels. And I'll give you kind of a quick story, uh, on the, uh, one of these, which, which would be paid, right? So if you know what you're doing and you run a paid campaign, it should be a positive return on investment. Um, the challenge is with paid advertising, it's really more about becoming a good de good detective than it is, uh, you know, thinking that, you know, you need to be some sort of ninja psychological marketer or whatever it might be. You, you have to try what is like your best, I, I guess, guess as to what is going to work, what is going to incentivize somebody to take a next action, uh, and then track it and iterate it and then repeat it and test things and whittle that down to what is uh, working the best and then do more of that. Right. And it's, it's sort of arduous and hard to start with that. Um, and I think that just outsourcing that to, to somebody else is a bad idea because I mean, I, I, I can't tell you how many people I've talked to that are, you know, been taken advantage of by agencies that literally just get them a bunch of just very low quality leads and yeah, they're getting you leads. So they're, they're holding up their end of the, 
I guess, deal, but it's a bunch of people that show up that are not your target audience at all. I, I, in fact, I talked to a guy today uh, about doing some business consulting work with us, and that's exactly what he said. You know, he's, he's paying a marketing agency like $4,000 a month, um, and what's happening is they're getting a bunch of leads for workshops that are completely unqualified. It's, you know, it's a bunch of Medicare, Medicaid, age people uh, that are that are coming in uh, and they primarily focus on you know active adults in a CrossFit um, niche in a lot of ways a uh, cash cash uh, clinic or a hybrid clinic so it doesn't fit what they're looking for at all right so but that agency can say like hey we got 50 people to your workshop you're like yeah it was 50 of the wrong people so more than anything you just wasted my time so like it's a skill that you should definitely learn as a business owner um, you know you should you should definitely invest in understanding that one aspect is it's definitely important because no one's going to care about your business more than yourself. So definitely learn how to do that. So paid is a, is a big one. We had a guy that's in our mastermind group, and we actually have a campaign that we vetted across like multiple uh, parts of the country. And um, we just recommend, hey, just start here because we know it works. We know it's worked in lots of other you know areas. And uh, he, he sent me a, 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 a voice message, and, and it was like, hey, uh, by the way, you know, you've told me to do this for like a year. I finally did it. And uh, he's got like, you know, six new patients uh, off of it, four of them that have bought packages this month um, off the campaign, and it's returning like a eight to one ROI basically. And and uh, yeah, I told him to do it a year ago. He finally got around to it, and and it, it just works, right? So, but it, it needs to be an element of that. So let's say you're getting five new people from from a, a repeatable paid campaign that's ROI positive. Great. Well, word of mouth is definitely something that is a uh, a strategy, right? So you you want to have that. You want to be able to make sure people are sending you the right folks and do that in a predictable uh, predictable manner, right? So word of mouth referrals or referral marketing. How do you talk to people about that? How do you let them know, hey, who's the right fit to see you? And, and how do they get in touch with you? How do you make that connection? Like these are all things that you need to do as well as track that, right? So there's lots of ways that you can do that. But word of mouth is a great one because people are coming in and they are uh, indoctrinated into what you're doing. They're already very familiar with it. Uh, there's a trust factor there because they've had a friend or family member or whatever it might be, send them your way. Um, that's a big one. Local marketing. So how do you keep up with these relationships locally? You know, uh, it could be gym owners. It could be other trainers. It could be other clinicians. Uh, you know, it could be something like a, a realtor. You know, like uh, our realtor is one of the people that actually refers people to us most frequently. And yeah, he's not, you know, in the health and wellness community, I guess, but he talks to people in the community all the time. Um, and, you know, people, he, he's constantly like having meetings with people and connecting with them. And, uh, you know, if somebody brings up that they're having an issue going on, like training for a race or, you know, whatever, he plays a lot of uh, soccer. If somebody dings himself up playing soccer, he sends them our way, you know, and it's, it's, it's been a great relationship. And it's one that we, we maintain and try to curate uh, and make sure that, you know, we're, we're following up and, and just, continuing to, to have that relationship with that person. Otherwise, it's just very easy to forget about um, uh, about you, about about your business, and, and it's not top of mind, right? So how do you organize that and make sure that you're having the right uh, kind of contact points with the right people in your area and maintaining a local marketing presence, right? Workshops are a part of that. Right now, workshops are a little bit harder because of uh, restrictions of, you know, gyms, and that stuff is starting to come back. Could be virtual workshops, you know, teaching on a certain topic, that you have a unique skill set with that uh, you can leverage that information to educate other people to build a bond and, and trust associated with what you've taught them. Um, we've always taken the approach of if we can help people, you know, in an hour of a workshop and they've, they can increase movement or decrease symptoms or whatever it might be, if we can gain trust with them in an hour, 
by teaching them something that we have a unique understanding of, it's very logical that they move to the next step of inquiring about how to work with us. It happens every time I teach a workshop. I, I can't say in the last few years, you know, except for, I guess when I first started, even when I first started, I don't know if there's ever been a workshop that I've taught where I haven't had a client eventually come from that. Maybe not right away, but along the line, you know, following up and, and them eventually coming to see us or somebody send somebody to us that went to a workshop that we did. So workshops are great. You know, and how do you run those effectively? How do you uh, actually schedule those out so that they're, you know, organized in a manner where, you know, you don't just have like five workshops you're teaching one month and then nothing the month after that, because then you basically just scale your marketing up and then you have nothing because um, you're probably fulfilling the stuff you're getting from those workshops that you're, that you're teaching. Right. Um, and then the, the, the last place really uh, is, is client uh, reactivation. So are you maintaining that relationship with people that you've worked with? Right. So easy way to do this would be, you know, some variation of an email newsletter. Social media is a great way to do this. Um, you know, and making sure that you're actually communicating with these people, emailing uh, them, giving them relevant, you know, information, helpful content, uh, reaching back out to people on a, you know, regular basis that's organized. This is reactivation of people that have already worked with you. And, and when we look at this, you know, these are uh, at this point, like five, six channels, right? Well, what if you get five people from each one of these, you know, you're talking 25, 30 new people, new, you know, evaluations per month that are coming from these different channels, instead of saying, man, how do I get 30 new people from paid ads only? You you can do that for sure. And you could be also very wrong and you could lose a lot of money in the process because, you know, and, and paid ads are great. I just think that it needs to be a part of the strategy. It shouldn't be the only strategy if you have a local service business. There's definitely a lot of other things you can do to offset some of the risk of that and changes that may happen to those platforms, right? And, uh, you know, you could definitely scale up to get 30 new people uh, from that. Um, but, you know, if you have this sort of broad approach and and you're, you're covering a lot of these different areas, you become very resistant to changes in your in your area changes in the, you know whatever tech uh, changes that are occurring uh, and your business is very stable because of that right so um, think about that think about like the fishing reference do you have a, a bunch of you know lines out there because uh, if you do it's more likely you're going to catch something versus you know just focusing on one thing um, yeah I mean maybe you can definitely make that work but what happens if that changes you know what happens if there's something that that throws you off a great example is what if you just solely focused on workshops all of a sudden a pandemic hits all the gyms that you're teaching at closed now what pretty challenging time for you if that is the case and sadly you know we've talked to quite a few people that that was it that was their only strategy and it was gone and they had no idea how to do anything else because they never actually learned how to actually build a well-rounded uh, you know, marketing approach. And that's what we're talking about. So uh, hopefully this gives you some, some ideas of, of, of what to look at. Um, you know, and, uh, and, and look, if, if you're, if you're looking to build, uh, you know, one of these out, or you're looking to actually get some help with this, it's something that we do all the time. You, you know, if you want to jump on a call and have a conversation about it, it's physicaltherapybiz.com forward slash call, uh, you know, and, and somebody on our team can jump on a, on call with you and see where you're at and see what areas maybe you're missing and how you can improve some of that stuff so that your business is more well-rounded in particular on the marketing side, uh, because that's an area where, look, if you don't have lead flow, you don't have a business. It's pretty much as simple as that, right? There's plenty of other things to go into it, but that's one area that we can definitely say, if nobody's inquiring about working with you, 
if nobody's calling you, if nobody's, you know, emailing you or messaging you, um, you, you know, you can have the best service in the world, but you know, it, it doesn't really do much because you're not going to be able to do that with anybody. Uh, so hopefully that makes sense, guys. I, I hope that, uh, you know, you're bouncing back from the pandemic really well. I hope that you've, you know, you're getting your, uh, your, your strategy in place and implementing it. Uh, it's all about planning and then, uh, execution of what you plan out and then making sure that you follow that structure over and over again. And it sounds boring and it kind of is, but it's the way to be successful long-term and to create a business that is very resistant to economic changes, including something like a pandemic, which some people are learning uh, very much the hard way right now. And hopefully that's not you. And if it is, this should help you get the basics of organizing a, uh, an actual marketing plan for your business. So as always, guys, thanks so much for listening. Catch you next time. Hey, wait a minute. Just to let you guys know, we are closing in on 200 views on iTunes. That's crazy. Most podcasts hardly get to 100 views, let alone 200. And this is such a niche-specific PT business podcast. That's wild. So let's try to rally the troops and get to 200 reviews for this podcast. The first thing you need to do is you got to sub- subscribe to this sucker, whether it's on iTunes or any other platform that you're listening to on, so you know when new episodes are coming out. The next thing, make sure that you leave a review. I'd love to hear what you have to say. I read all of them. It means a lot to me. The next thing, guys, take a screenshot of whatever episode you're listening to and put it in your stories on Instagram and tag me in it. That's at Danny Matei PT. If you do this, I will repost it. So you'll get a bump. I'll get a bump. We'll share this information with a lot more people because that's the goal, guys. We want to get this information in front of a lot more people. So take a screenshot, share it on Instagram stories, tag me in it, and I will repost it. So here we go. Let's try to get to 200 reviews for the podcast. Thanks for listening.